Want to be more confident when having business conversations? Join the Small Talk Made Simple class. In this free email course, you'll learn how to exude confidence when talking to anyone and when explaining what you do. Sign up now at thecmethod.com. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 145 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here. This is the second podcast that I have recorded for you that is completely unedited. Last week, if you listened to the show, I set myself a challenge to not edit my solo shows. So I'm doing this entirely in one single take. It's required a lot more preparation, but it is something that I'm I'm working on and um, and it's a good challenge for me. So I hope you enjoy it too. Today we're talking about identity and how you see yourself. Now, you may have noticed that a number of my recent podcasts have been very mindset focused and and less about the actual skill of speaking and communication. Well, I feel they've been leaning more towards the mindset anyway. And this is because the more experienced I become as a speaker, as a coach, as a businesswoman, the more I realize how important your mindset is to your success. Yes, I can share with you tools and techniques on how to prepare for a presentation, how to communicate with your boss and your colleagues, what to say, structuring your ideas and so on. I've got a lot of episodes that cover all of those topics and they're all very useful, but, and this is a big but, if your mindset isn't in the right place in the first place, if you don't truly believe in what you're saying, if you let your fear overcome you, It's very difficult to then implement all of those things, those tools and techniques effectively. And this is why a big part of the work I do with my coaching clients is around developing a success mindset first. And I found that when my clients are able to do this, much of the other stuff begins to flow naturally. For example, one powerful success mindset is to go into a presentation thinking about the big picture impact of your message and the potential it has to affect your audience on a deep level. Now, one of my clients in particular, when he was able to visualize this big picture impact and really feel it, he naturally began to speak with his hands and his body relaxed. His voice was strong and unwavering, and he was able to make eye contact with audience members with confidence. And this created a much stronger outcome than if I was to say to him, okay, unclasp your hands, make eye contact, don't let your voice shake. Because we wouldn't have gotten to the root of the issue. The fear would still be there. And that's why it's so important to develop this mindset, a success mindset first. It's absolutely critical to becoming more confident and powerful as a speaker and a leader. It's not just about the skill. Which leads me to why I'm doing this episode, in which we'll be addressing one aspect of a success mindset, and it's called the identity mindset, which is how you see yourself. 
I was first introduced to this concept by my wonderful business coach, Farnoosh Brock of Prolific Living. You can find her at prolificliving.com. We worked through it together and I found this so powerful. I wanted to share it with you here. If you're feeling stuck in your career or in your business and you aspire to get to the next level, or maybe you simply want to make big changes in your life, but something is holding you back and you're struggling to get there, keep listening. This may be the key to helping you to unlock your potential and move forward. You'll be challenged to think differently about yourself, which may be scary, but I promise it will absolutely be worth it. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash identity. That's thecmethod.com slash identity. Excuse me while I grab a drink of water. Okay, before we get to that, I do have a very exciting announcement. I had the pleasure of being part of a confidence course, which is an online video series put on by the wonderful Caroline Garnett McGraw. And I want to share with you that link today because it's a free email series and um, you should go there and listen because I did an interview with her around um, building confidence when talking about yourself. And my business coach, Farnoosh Brock, also did a wonderful interview with Caroline as well. So I will put the link to that free video series in the description of this podcast in your app. So go there to the description. There'll be a link there that you can directly click on. And the course is all around how to defeat your self-doubt, how to trade perfectionism for possibility and live your dreams as a result. And Caroline is absolutely wonderful. So I do encourage you to go and sign up. Now, it is time time sensitive. The course starts on January 29 and it's only available for a short period of time. So make sure you go there right away and sign up. Link is in the description. Otherwise, I'll also link it up in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash identity. Okay, let's get to the main topic of today's episode. Let's get into it. Firstly, I want to talk about what I mean by identity. Now, our identity is how we see ourselves as well as how others see us. We've had identities our whole lives, whether they were given to us by others or society or created by ourselves. They may change over time or they may stay the same. And we tend to live our lives in line with these identities. Um, And they may change in different situations. For example, you may identify as a mother, a wife, a doctor, if that's what your profession is, for example. And we change according to the situation. So around your kids, you will take on your mother identity and you act accordingly, right? You act like a mum. But at work, you wouldn't act like a mum because there you've got your doctor hat on. You've got your, your, your doctor identity and you behave the way a doctor behaves. And whatever identity you take on, that is generally how others see you too. So at work, your colleagues will treat you as a doctor, right? But at home, your kids treat you like mum. Does that make sense? Now, why do we do this? Why do we live out with these identities? Now, I'm no psychologist, but I believe we do this for the same reason we do many things in life. It keeps us safe. It's a place of comfort. We are constantly searching for meaning in this life, right? 
and creating identities for ourselves helps us to attach some meaning. It gives us purpose and it allows us to connect with people. If I, for example, identify as Australian, which I do, when I go overseas and I meet another person who identifies as Australian, we connect. We go, oh my goodness, another Australian. Awesome. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? You know, it gives me some comfort there. So I want you to have a think about how you see yourself right now. What do you identify as? And there's no right or wrong answer here. And you can have many, many identities. For example, I see myself as, so these are the things I identify as, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a business owner, a leader, a healthy and fit person, an adventurer, a coffee drinker, a dancer, a podcaster, a creative. And there are many more as well, but those are a few. So have a think about what your identities may be and write them down if you can. It'll make sense in a minute. Okay, now let's talk about the mindset this creates. Now, when we identify as certain things, we tend to act and live out our lives according to our identities. But the challenge comes up when we want to do something new. Maybe we want to lose weight, stop drinking alcohol, or in a work context, we might want to change our career, move up, become a leader at work, maybe start a business, start doing speaking engagements, and so on. Now, if these new things don't align with our existing identities, we can often hold ourselves back from doing them. I'll give you an example. When I was brand new to my architecture firm, for those of you who who don't know me, I or if you're listening for the first time, I used to be an architect before before doing this speaking and and coaching. And as a new graduate, I identified as a graduate. Seems realistic, right? I'm a grad, I'm a grad, that was what went round in my head. And I thought that was relatively harmless, but I noticed it began to hold me back from going for opportunities. And when an opportunity came up, I would think to myself, oh, I would love to do that, but I'm just a graduate. I'm young, I'm inexperienced, I don't know anything. They're not going to send a grad to go do this thing. And I would stop myself and I wouldn't put my hand up. I wouldn't do things because I identified as being just a grad. Another example, let's say you identify as a night owl. You know, some people are morning people, night people or night owl. So let's say you're a night owl. You go to bed late, you sleep in, and you've started a New Year's resolution that you're going to lose 10 kilos, maybe five pounds, by going to the gym, but you're struggling to find the time. Someone suggests that you go to the gym before work, right? Get up early. And you say, oh, I couldn't do that. I'm not a morning person. You can't see yourself as a morning person who goes to the gym early because you are so fixed in your identity as a night person, right? And then living out that identity, how do you think that will result? Will you lose the 10 kilos or the five pounds? Probably not. Does that make sense? Also, if you pay attention, you can, you know, as you start to learn more about this and pay attention, you can hear how people's identities affect their decisions and their resulting actions based on their language. Have you heard this before? Oh, I need a coffee because I can't start work until I have one. Or I'm an introvert, 
therefore I can't go to that social event. Or, oh, I'm so disorganized. I always leave things to the last minute. Or, I'm just the boss's minion. Or, I have a little business. Or, I have a little blog or a little podcast. Now, if you have goals of achieving something great or becoming something different, you have to lose this old identity in order to become that new identity. Otherwise, it's very difficult to become that new identity. So if you want to become fit and healthy and someone who goes to the gym in the morning, you have to start believing that you are that person. You have to let go of the I'm not a morning person identity before you can become the new thing. Another example, I'm, I'm working with a client right now who is a respected leader in her industry and she keeps getting offered to speak at industry conferences. She's even been offered to do a TED talk, which is amazing. And we were working on her mindset and I asked her, how do you see yourself? She said, I see myself as a leader, someone who is passionate and collaborative. And I said, do you see yourself as a speaker? And she said, no. Now, she wanted to identify as a speaker and be taken seriously as a speaker by others. But in her mind, she didn't see herself as a speaker. Even though, geez, someone's really angry driving by, beeping their horn. Anyway, where was I? Even though she has already been doing speaking gigs, she still doesn't see herself as a speaker. So we created some affirmations for her to remind herself every single day, I am a speaker. Okay? She needs to start believing that. So I want you to think about, is there a disconnect between where you want to be and how you currently see yourself? Maybe you want to become a director at your company, but you still see yourself as, say, a project manager, for example, which might be your current position. You need to already see yourself as a director if you want to become it. Because if you don't think and act like a director would, you'll be less likely for the, it'll be less likely that management will promote you to director. Okay, this is really important. You need to act and think and behave in a way that new identity would if you want to get there because other people need to see that in you first before they give that identity to you. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. You need to act that way so other people can see that you are this new person, right, this new identity, which is going to give them confidence that you really are that person. It's similar similar with me. I used to see myself as a speaker, but I did not see myself as a truly professional speaker who could command high fees. And I noticed that I had this identity issue because when people asked what I did, I never said I'm a professional speaker because I didn't, it didn't feel right. I didn't identify as that. Now I write it down every day. I am a pro. I am a professional speaker. I need to believe that I am this. Okay. It is, it is faking it till you make it in a sense, but it does work. Okay. So I know I've, I've shared a lot, a lot of examples. I hope that this isn't too confusing and that you're, you're, you're taking it on. Um, I'm going to give you, I think I've got six. I'm going to give you six 
sort of steps that these are the steps that I've taken that I've helped my clients go through as well to help you sort of un- uncover a little bit of this and see where you can start to make some progress and, and make some changes. So number one, think about an area of your life where you're not making progress. Maybe it's at work. Maybe you want to move up in your company. You want to get more confident at speaking, lead meetings effectively, engage with your team better. Where's an area that you want to excel in or accelerate in, but you're not quite getting there? Number two, what you just wrote down, I want you to think about and write down what is your current identity around that? How do you see yourself in a professional context? How do you see yourself as a leader or a team member or a speaker or whatever? And also write down, how do others see you? Okay. How do others see you? Number three, then I want you to think about how has this identity, so your current identity, how has it led to behavior that does not serve or help you? Okay, I'll repeat that. How has this identity led to you behaving in a way that does not help you? Okay, so for example, going back to my example, when I was a graduate, I had a tendency to act like a graduate because that's how I identified. So that led to behavior such as not putting my hand up for things and therefore not getting opportunities. And that's something I had to learn. I had to push through that and go, I don't care that I'm a grad. I'm going to say yes anyway. Okay, but think about what behavior is not serving you. Have you been behaving in a certain way to fulfill these expectations of others? For example, maybe you identify as the joker at work. You're funny, you tell jokes all the time, people laugh, and over time, others start to expect this of you, so you keep behaving in that way. However, the downside might be that you may not be taken as seriously as you'd like at work. Okay, and therefore you don't get the opportunities that you want or you're looked over or you're not, you're not taken seriously for the work that you do. Perhaps that's just one potential example. So that's really important too. Think about the behavior that's not helping you. And number four, write down what identity do you need to adopt in order to achieve success? So what is the identity of the successful version of you, the the person that you want to be. Okay, that's number four. And then number five, write down that new identity or that person you want to be. How does that person act? What do they say? How do they dress? What would they think in those situations? What does the identity or the person with that identity that you want, how do they behave? And once you've identified this, you can actually start to behave like them, okay? Start start putting your hand up, say yes to things, hold your head up high when you walk around the office, okay? Smile at people, say good morning, speak with conviction. What, what are those things that someone with that identity that you want, that you desire, what do they do? And start to act that way. And finally, number six, What identity do you need to let go of? You might have to go through a process where you actually say goodbye to that old identity. For example, Christina, the graduate, you're gone forever. You are no longer a grad. You're excelling, you know, in this workplace. 
You might want to write some affirmations down. I am a this, you know, write down what it is that you want to be and read them to yourselves. Read them to yourself. Look at it every single morning and remind yourself of this new identity um, that you want to adopt and say goodbye to that old identity that no longer serves you. Okay. You might be wondering, okay, Christina, all good, all good, but what if I do these things and, but then what if other people still treat me the same? I'm adopting this new identity, but others aren't seeing me in the same way. Now, this can be a challenge. It can come up when you want to change your identity, but other people still see you as that old identity. This is why sometimes they say it's a better idea to change companies if you want to move on up. You know, if you've started at a company as a grad, for example, they might always see you as the grad. So sometimes you've got to just change companies. This is also why it's so challenging to start a whole new career or a business. I mean, for me, I identified as an architect for so long. I went to architecture school. It took me six years. All my friends were architects. I became a registered architect. And when I left my career and I, and I told everyone, hey, guys, not being an architect anymore, I'm going to start my own business, I'm going to podcast, I'm going to be a speaker, it was very difficult for others to see me the way that I saw myself. You see, we humans, we like to pigeonhole each other. Again, it gives us comfort knowing that, okay, Christina's an architect and Mike is a doctor and James is a lawyer and so on and so on. We like things to fit in the way that we want them to. And this is why it was so liberating to just pack up and leave. I went to New York City and I could present myself as this new identity and people just accepted me for what that was. They treated me as that new identity because they didn't know any better and it made it much easier for me to make that transition. So if you're struggling with changing your identity when other people see you a certain way, one thing you can do is to surround yourself with other people who also have the identity you want. Hang out with them. Go find the people who are like you, what you want to be. See how they act. Listen to how they speak. It will rub off on you. It's been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So be very careful of who you allow into your life, especially if you're looking to make big changes. Uh, more water. One second. Okay. And the second thing you can do around this is to tell those people about it. Tell, have a conversation around it. I know you've met my, if you've been a listener for a little while, you would have heard Lizé Cantor's uh, do a couple of podcasts. Now, Lizé is my sister and I love her very dearly and she's fabulous. And I noticed that when we were out and we'd be in business, you know, networking situations or in that, that business context, I would always introduce her as my sister. I'd say, hey, this is Lizé, my sister. And she did the same thing when she introduced herself to people when we were there together. She'd say, hey, I'm Lizé, I'm Christina's sister. And after a while of this, I, I sat her down and I said, you know what, I realized that I keep you know, you are identifying as my sister. I'm identifying you as my sister, yet you are so much more than my sister. 
right? She's got her own business. She she herself is a coach. She's a talented videographer. She's so many other things apart from my sister, yet we were both working to create that identity for her. So other people saw her first as my sister, as opposed to all the other amazing things that she is. So we had to have a conversation around this. And I said, okay, I'm no longer going to, I'm going to make an effort to not introduce you as my sister anymore. I'm going to say, this is Lise. She is a nutritionist and also a life coach. She's passionate about helping, you know, people in the LGBTIQ community. And this is her business and introduce her that way. And then she also had to make the effort to, to stop saying I'm Christina's sister as an automatic response and say, you know, I'm Lise. I'm, I'm a nutritionist, et cetera, et cetera. So you might have to have a conversation with your colleagues or your friends or your family members and say to them, you know, you know, be gentle about it, but firm and say, Hey, this is, this is the person that, that I am now. I'm no longer that person. And I'd really appreciate if you could treat me in, you know, as this new person that I, that I am and support me in that. And if they're good friends, then they should really support you um, with that. And if not, then refer back to point one. Go uh, surround yourself with people who do get you. Make some new friends. <laughs> it is good fun. Don't be afraid. Go make new friends. Okay. Wow. That brings us to the end of this episode. I know I've given you a lot to think about, so thanks for sticking with me. If you want a recap and a summary of everything that I've talked about, go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash identity. I'll put dot points in there as well as those the, the, the six steps that I outlined around how to go about working through um, or identifying your old identities. I've said that word a lot in this episode. Man, it's going to be sound meaningless after a while. It goes through um, how can you pinpoint those old identities, how are they holding you back, and how can you create some new identities that are going to help you achieve success. So I'll pop all of that into the show notes. Maybe you're driving and you've missed some of it and you won't be able to write things down. Go go to the show notes, thecmethod.com slash identity. Now, if you want to explore this concept of identity further, my wonderful coach, Farnoosh Brock, I mentioned this earlier, she had an eye-opening conversation on this topic with Caroline Garnett McGraw, who also interviewed me for her free confidence course video series. If you want access to the course, click on the link in the description of this podcast in your app. It's a free course and I mean, I'm, I've already signed up for it. I can't wait. It starts on January 29 and it is time sensitive. So make sure you go sign up now. Okay. That's all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. The second one being raw and unedited. Keep on being awesome and I will be back next week with a fabulous guest for you. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>